everyone, it's Lorelai. Welcome to Sober Centric, a podcast where I talk about living a clear and purposeful life and share some personal growth tools to help you in your sobriety. Today we are going to talk about the effects of alcohol on our sleep. Let's begin. I don't think I can overemphasize how much a good night's sleep helps me, especially as a mother. I thought alcohol would help me. I thought it was helping me because after I got my kids to bed, I could just have some wine and crash. And I knew that I woke up in the night and I would start having all these negative thoughts, but I thought that that was just how I was. I thought, That was just part of my depression showing up. I would have all this negative self-talk about 3 a.m. in the morning, and it just felt so difficult to fall back asleep. But I thought it was just me. I got a Fitbit to monitor my sleep, and the Fitbit showed that my non-REM cycle, the deep part of my sleep, was definitely happening for the first five hours. I feel a little embarrassed, but I thought that was a good thing because I thought, well, that means I'm getting that deep restorative sleep. And isn't that what I'm supposed to be getting? Maybe I just don't feel right after I wake up because I'm depressed. Well, actually, I looked at some of the research and William Porter has this wonderful book called Alcohol Explained, and there's a chapter in there on sleep. And I'm going to link it in the show notes because it explains the cycle of sleep that we're supposed to get and then how alcohol affects that. A good night's sleep should consist of four to five cycles of REM and non-REM sleep. Non-REM sleep is the deep restorative sleep where your body is healing and rejuvenating. And then the REM sleep is the rapid eye movement sleep. And that's typically where we might dream. Both cycles are important to getting a good night's sleep. Alcohol is an anesthetic and it's also a depressant. When we are feeling really tired, we are more apt to drink because our willpower is down and we turn to alcohol. So when we have that drink, the signals telling us that our body is tired are depressed because alcohol is a depressant. So we carry on and maybe we have another drink or maybe another and we wake up feeling worse than before we had the first drink. So the other thing that tiredness makes us do is makes us more prone to take stimulants during the day like coffee or however you get your caffeine and nicotine. And these can make us feel more irritable. And when we feel irritable and tired, what do we do? We want to have a drink. So it just starts the whole cycle all over again. The other thing is that when we're getting towards sleep and we're not in a pattern of drinking, our brain releases chemicals to help us wind down naturally. But when you drink every night, 
your brain doesn't trigger the natural winding down process. So your body is not preparing itself to sleep. You're just knocking yourself out with alcohol, going through that long, deep sleep cycle, and then having a few fragmented REM cycles, and then you have to wake up and start your whole day again. It's miserable. This is something that is so important in our living. And I think it's just another fallacy that alcohol feels like it helps us fall asleep. And because it is an anesthetic, it makes us sleepy, but it really messes with the chemistry of the brain and our sleep cycle. So I hope this is helpful for you to know. Thanks for listening to this episode about alcohol and sleep. And thank you for listening to Sober Centric.